Hi, I'm Jennifer Krudvoss. Welcome to the Wealth Delight Podcast. This is a podcast to help you grow your business and your wealth while keeping your humanity intact. Now, the next 10 episodes are going to focus specifically on coaches, healers, teachers that are wanting to grow their business to consistent 5K months while paying off debt and growing their investments. I'm so excited. Let's dive in. Hi, friend. It feels so good to be having this conversation with you. I haven't recorded a new episode in a while, and why not? I got sick, my mom visited, and I've just missed it. So this, these thoughts about pricing have been floating around my brain in a while. I've had lots of conversations with clients about this. So I want to talk about it and maybe I've talked about it already. So I'm going to tell you here the three things that will dissolve price drama in your head. Okay. So the num the first thing, it's probably the number one actually, is that your price has nothing to do with your worth. Your price has nothing to do with your level of value or skill. I'm going to say that again. Your price has nothing to do with your worth as a human. It also has nothing to do with the service that you offer. It has everything to do with your nervous system capacity. So let's, let me like dissect this a little bit. Let's unpack this. So I think a lot of, like, I have a lot of clients who say things like, I know that I'm worth this, or I know that like my services are worth that. And then there's sort of this like frustrated, resentful energy, um, about maybe not getting paid what they're quote unquote worth. And so here's the mistake. The thing is, is like your worth as a human is priceless. You can never put a price on that. And especially if you're like a service provider, it's your time. Like that time is priceless. So you could never, you can never put a number on it. And then even when it comes to like quality, like I know there are sayings, like you get what you pay for. And I get that. And there's definitely examples of that in the world, but there are also examples where that isn't true as well. Right? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm looking out the window and there's a lot of amazing, um, Lebanese food where I live and like an amazing, you know, vegetarian falafel plate for like $12. Like I will prefer the taste than the flavors and the freshness and the quality of that compared to like some meals that are like 60 or 70 euros. Right. So like value can be so, um, it's so personal, right? What one person considers value isn't what another person considers value. Um, so how do you decide price? It's all about what your nervous system, what your brain, what your body, what your emotions can get on board with. And this is where people will also try and like be sneaky and, um, say like, no, I really believe I'm worth, I don't know, let's say like $200 an hour, $300 an hour. But like, do you really believe that? Like, to really 
embody a belief, your brain for most of us needs a lot of evidence. And now look, I'm, I'm not everybody's coach. I'm not like the, I'm sure lots of people have different, um, opinions about pricing. I am not God. I'm not the pricing God. This is just what I've seen work really well for myself, worked really sustainably and worked really well for my clients. You know, some people say like, go big, come in with like a high price, etc. I don't believe that. I think what, what I, again, what has worked really well for me, I will set a price for an offer that I think is like a no brainer, crazy, amazing deal. And like every cell in my body believes that because I have evidence that is true. Maybe that's evidence from the market. You know, the market does shape some things. I would rely on it, or we live in like a bubble if we're not paying attention to like <laughs> when I say the market, like I mean humans doing businesses, uh, doing business around us. Um, and what I have seen work for myself. So, and I think of myself as a buyer and I will think like, what would I think would just be, I would think that I had just gotten like the craziest deal that I would literally want to go and tell my friends because it was like so good. So that's what I, so I will feel into my body and notice what feels like such an amazing deal. Um, and then I'll keep raising the price. And then when I notice my body sort of like flinch, that's my nervous system telling me that, oh, it feels a bit too high. And let me tell you, my like, I guess my ego or my my brain, my mind wants to rush all the time. Like all the time I want to like triple my prices, double my prices. Um, and then when I do, when I'm not fully on board with my price, I'll feel it because I'm not really marketing it the same way. I don't feel as passionate. I don't actually believe that it's like the best deal in town. So I'm kind of like maybe even have this kind of like apologetic energy around it, you know? And it's like, I, I wish I could get on board, you know, but I don't. And I've learned that like congruence and just following what is true is the most, it's the most powerful thing in business in marketing and in life. Like, first of all, it just feels good to tell the truth. It's like the line in Almost Famous, like the truth just sounds different. It just feels better. Um, and then your clients feel it. People feel it. They can feel that, that resonance, that difference. Um, so that's what I suggest. And a lot of you know, like I really just restarted my coaching business at the beginning of this year. And I was doing something crazy like three sessions for $90. It was $30 a session. It was so low and they booked out right away. And then I raised it incrementally and it was like three sessions for, I don't know, 200. And then, right. And then bit by bit by bit, but at every price point I had clients book me. And when at least four to five clients would book me at that price, that was, and like, and not only that, um, I was getting so much practice, right. And people telling me like, you're doing such an amazing job. You've changed my life. I'm telling friends. Da, da, da. So my brain was like, oh my God, yeah, I'm so good at this, <laughs> you know, or like, oh my God, yeah. or like learning skills and then feeling more confident and learning how many clients I can take on in a week. Um, learning little tricks for like sending the AI follow-up notes or making a better intake form. Like because I was getting so much practice, because I was coaching so much and then coaching so many brains, I 
got so much more confident. I got so much more skillful. I got so much better at my craft. I saw exactly what my clients um, were struggling with. So I can make, uh, I can make micro lessons. I can make better content. I could, you know, do just so many amazing, amazing things that just made me like overall, um, better at what I do. And because I could feel like I authentically felt better at what I do, then I could market with just even more confidence. And there was no kind of like apologetic, like needy energy. Um, and I'm not saying that to shame that sometimes, you know, sometimes I have felt that, but I do know and notice that, um, when I market and talk about my offers with like full excitement, because I really believe it's a win for them and a win for me, I just make more sales. And the clients that I call in, they're like amazing fits, you know? So I really want to make a case for starting at a price that feels like very much inside your comfort zone and then incrementally raising it. Now, some people say, oh no, what if people judge me? I don't want people to judge me for having this low price, especially if people have come from other careers, like especially careers like maybe being a lawyer or a doctor or these careers like in society or like an accountant or something where you bill really high hours and now you're billing low hours. And like, what if people think that I am desperate or I'm not doing well, okay? So again, this is when you have to pause. I hear this all the time. You gotta pause. And you got to, un first of all, unhook your worthiness or skillfulness or the value you add to the world from your price. It has nothing to do with that. Listen, being an entrepreneur and being a business owner is testing things and playing with things and having high prices and low prices, medium prices, and having sales or not sales. Like, you are testing and learning and iterating because you learn and then people tell you from their experiences. So look, if you put a low price and, and it's very human, like I had that thought too, when I, again, I've told, I feel like I've told this story so many times, but when I started coaching full time about almost a year ago, after having being the founder and CEO of Blossom, the earliest episodes of this podcast, I was still doing that. Um, I definitely had to have like, had to sit myself down and have a talk with myself and be from like, oh my gosh, I've gone from like standing on stages and getting $100,000 checks to like now doing like $30 a session coaching. Like, oh my God, this is so humiliating. You know, I definitely went through that. And then when I sat back and I was like, what brings me joy? Like what delights me right now. I don't want to go to another conference. I don't want to go to another pitch competition. I don't want to do that. I just didn't. What do I want to do? I want to coach humans. I want to feel their hearts. I want to know what's going on for them. I want to share my like arsenal of tools. I want to hold space from them. Like I, that's just what I want. So how can I do that? Set a really reasonable price and book out the next six weeks of coaching. And that's what I did. And was I concerned that maybe some people from other chapters in my life were like, oh, look at Jen with her 30. Maybe. Did people judge me? Maybe. I could never know that, right? But this is the thing with like people's opinions of you is like, it doesn't really, 
impact you that much, unless you do something like illegal, <laughs> you know, or commit a terrible crime um, and like destroy your reputation. But like, we're talking about like pricing here, like this is not the end of the world. And if you are doing anything visible, um, people are probably judging you already. And also like, people are mostly thinking about themselves and then they're off to the next thing and they might judge you and be like, Oh God, look what she's doing. And then guess what? You're going to keep doing your craft. You're going to keep showing up. You're going to keep raising your prices bit by bit. And then in six to 12 months from now, they're going to look and be like, Oh my God, she's doing so well. And they'll want to hire you, but sorry, it was too late. You should have gotten in early. <laughs> so it's all about playing the long game and making this sustainable. And another case I want to make for this method of pricing is that it's so sustainable. You know, if I had, it were December at the time of recording this, like if I had spent from like January to July, like spinning around in my brain, feeling insecure, charging $200 an hour, um, but only getting like one client every three months, like that would have been so sad. <laughs> That would not have been a fun year for me, you know? And like, maybe I could have marketed the heck out of it, but like, I just wouldn't have gotten to have all of the experiences that I got to have um, by now incrementally bringing my price up step by step. And right now it's at um, 180 US per hour. So it's 10 sessions for $1,800, which also there's a part of my brain that that's like so low, I'm ready to be at 3000, but there's also another part of my brain that's like, oh, this feels so good and right. And it's an amazing deal for people. And they're so lucky and I'm so lucky. And then I like step back and zoom out and I'm like, oh my God, $1,800 compared to 13. What is that? Six times, six times the price. My price has six X over this last year, but it grew with my nervous system capacity. So it's so anchored into my body. It feels so right. There's no pricing drama for me because I built up bit by bit. Um, and I've coached so many people. Um, and I've already had like four to five people at this price. So you know, at some point I'll be ready to raise it, but it also just feels really good just to have this like no brainer price. I love that. And I know that um, when the time is right, I'll be able to raise it. And I have really not linked my price to my worthiness as a coach at all, you know, and then we can talk about access in another episode, but I, I know that now at this price, you know, a lot of those people who maybe paid the $30 a session can't afford $180 a session. So I find other ways to serve them like this podcast, which is offered for free, like micro lessons that I offer for like $40, $50, like Wealth Delight, which the price has ranged with that as well as I've been growing it and shaping it and tweaking it that it's between 500 to now I'm thinking about making it like a thousand dollars for lifetime access, which is an amazing deal. Um, don't hold me to that. It might be changing, but I'm constantly iterating, tweaking, testing things and really running, um, my business like an experiment. And remember the scientific method involves having a hypothesis 
excuse me, making an observation, having a hypothesis, running an experiment, making observations, and then drawing a conclusion from those observations to then inform the next experiment. I think I did something wrong in there, but the point is, is you have to test these many actions. And what I see so much, which like kind of breaks my heart is entrepreneurs or founders kind of like spinning in their, in their minds and not doing anything and kind of like imagine, imagining 10 steps down the line in their brains without like slowing it down and taking one little step and getting feedback. So I really like, I know we're all in a rush. I know we all feel like there's no time and we want to like rush to our goals, but like, listen, this, this will be for another episode, but like, you also don't want to get there too fast because there are so many little things that you don't know that you don't know that you need to learn and little skills of like boundaries and dealing with people and all of these things that you will learn along the way. So this is why these incremental steps are so incredibly powerful and they're more sustainable and they like keep you, keep you in action. So to recap, your self-worth has nothing to do with your price. Your value as an entrepreneur, the value of your service has nothing to do with your price. Once you unhook that this is going to be so much easier. It's going to be so much less like emotion and drama. Two, your price has everything to do with your nervous system capacity set in a different way in what um, you believe is a price that is a really amazing deal for the service that you offer. And the way that you get your brain and body on board with that belief is like, yes, you know, I'd say 50% of it comes from your inner work and, you know, affirmations and that instruction, your capacity. And the other 50% comes from evidence from the outside world. Believe me, it's so powerful to get that feedback and then have people say thank you and people give you testimonials and people share your work with their friends. Like when that stuff starts happening, you don't need to be writing affirmations about like how um, your price is an amazing deal. You have so much evidence. You don't even question it, right? It's just so, it's, it's so obvious to your brain. Um, and then the third piece we covered was stabilize at a price, like let yourself spend a little bit of time there. You know, I'll, I'll add that like anything new makes us feel a bit wobbly, which is so normal, which is so great. And entrepreneurship is like constantly stepping into things that are new. Um, but there's so, there's so many new things and so much complexity and just to navigate all the time. So Rather than just having like one or two clients pay you at a certain price and then like raise it again, like let yourself have four, five, six, seven, eight clients, like really feel into it that like then this becomes really truly your identity. It becomes like, yes, like I am this person that charges this price. This is, I'm so good. I like over deliver at this price and then raise it. And even like smaller incremental steps I find is like really fun because you're just like inching your way up and it feels slow at the time, but then you look back just like I did. And then suddenly you're like, holy moly, in 12 months, I six X to my price. Holy. Right. But that was just a culmination of little steps and not, and it's not only about the price. It's about like, are you getting booked at that price? 
I want someone to be hiring me like at least every two weeks, right? If it starts to slow down, if it starts to be like a month, more than that, like I have, that's, that hasn't happened this year because I was so anchored into a price and an offer that was so, again, just on the edge of my comfort zone. It wasn't this thing I pulled out of the sky or something that would put me into my panic zone because I don't really believe in it. And again, other entrepreneurs or founders or coaches have different ways of doing business, but this is what I have found works really well for me. I love it. I love bootstrapped businesses. I love sustainable businesses. I love playing the long game. Um, I love feeling so confident about the services that I offer. And look, sometimes not saying that doesn't, I'm not saying don't be a human. Every time I get on a call with someone or I lead a group call or even record a podcast, of course there's a part of me that's like, oh gosh, I hope this is good. But that's just, that's just part of being human and wanting to do a good job. That's different than I'm 1000% out of my depths and I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's different. You can feel that difference. Okay. So recap again, your price has nothing to do with your worth. Your price is aligned with the nervous system capacity, AKA your beliefs, AKA what you are getting feedback about. And you can only get feedback if you put stuff out into the world. And then three, stabilize and then raise incrementally, just like if you were lifting weights. Okay. Ah, this felt so good. I hope that this was useful. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Listen, when I realized that building wealth was actually way easier than I thought, it was a combination of like nervous system work, um, changing the stories that I had learned about what it meant to be wealthy, how much work it took, um, growing my capacity to receive, and then actually learning that the stock market is actually quite simple. There's just so much hoopla and complexity like around it. Um, but buying index funds, like anyone can do that. You can do it for as little as like $20 a month, $50 a month. And if you don't touch it and just add a little bit month after month, like it can become millions. It can become your retirement account. So, you know, like everything, of course there's more to it, but I wanted and do still want everyone to be empowered with this info that like they can start today. So I put the info into a free micro lesson for you called Rich and Chill. What are you waiting for? Download it. It's like five, 10 minute videos. There's really no excuse. And this information will change your life and have a radical impact on your wealth going forward. Um, and honestly, for me, like my happiness as well, because um, I just feel so much more safe and grounded, like knowing this info and knowing how to work with my nervous system. So enjoy, the link is in the show notes.